Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop. Listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on the X Twitter, whatever it's called now, at bdieter 75 Yeah, I'm on that thing, I guess, too. <laughs> CJB underscore RR on the X-rated Twitter app thing. Hey, and I am... And I am Tyler Nielsen. You can find me on that porn site at TPN1983. And we are joined tonight by a special guest, former Ranger, now Kansas City Royal pitcher, Cole Reagans. Cole, how's it going, man? 
I'm good. How about y'all? Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, doing good, Thanks man. We had a, we had another former Ranger on a couple weeks ago, Mason Englert. I bet you remember okay, Mason. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, he came on and he came on. So apparently we're doing the we're doing the former Rangers tour right now on our, <laughs> yeah. on our podcast. But I mean, you were always one of our favorite. We were sad when you got traded. And of course, especially if you watch the playoffs, the way that Rollis Chapman pitched, you know, it got all of us like sweating bullets every single time he threw. So <laughs> Oh man. No, I mean I I was watching from home. I watched all the playoffs every game. I, uh, I, I literally watched every game, text back and forth with a few of the guys. So it was, it was fun to watch. When you, Cole, you come back to Texas, you get a ring, right? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah, I was gonna so. say you contributed. So I believe you get a ring. I believe. So we'll see. <laughs> Tyler wants right. to see it. Believe yeah, Tyler. <laughs> I want to see that bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> all right so let's start you went to kansas city it was kind of weird they made you a starter right mm-hmm. like just a starter and i mean we kept up you you had a pretty darn good end of the season didn't you yeah it wasn't too bad wasn't too bad uh pretty lights out you had a whip of 103 bro that's pretty lights <laughs> out <laughs> so 12 starts 12 starts 76 k's um yeah you you had a good time <laughs> it uh no yeah i mean Got in a little groove there for a little bit and tried to run with it, keep it going as long as I could. So let me ask you, was the mentality change different? I, You know, you went to Kansas City, and I'm sure it was kind of more relaxing when they said, hey, you're going to be a starting pitcher. Uh, no more back and forth, which, which you dealt with with the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, I've always started. So the relieving, like I was, you know, learning as I went and, you know, I enjoyed it. Like the guys down there, I, you know, I asked them as many questions as I could, you know, tried to learn from the guys that have been doing it for a while, stuff like that. I really enjoyed it. Um, But got over there, went back to starting, you know, built back up and, you know, just tried to keep the same mentality of just like attack guys and, you know, just try to run with it, get as go as far as I can, you know, watching for the, when I was with Texas, watching those guys, the starters, you know, Evaldi, those guys, how they went about it. I mean, Evaldi was incredible. He had that stretch where it was like, I felt like every time he started, it was a complete game or, you know, eight innings. So it was like watching stuff like that. It's your guys in the bullpen really appreciate when you do stuff like that. So, was, you know, trying to just go as far as I, I could in a game. Yeah, Nate Vildy threw a complete game in one hour and 57 minutes. Yeah. 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 You were there for that. So. Yeah, that was the one against uh, – was that New York? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was against the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I wanted to get you to walk us through it since we don't talk to a lot of people that have been traded. Did you have any idea it may happen? And how does it feel when you find out, hey, by the way, you're going to a different team tomorrow. Good luck. Uh, So it was still so early. I mean, I think it was June 29th, maybe. Yeah. So it's still like a month until the trade yeah, deadline. Right, so yeah. we knew there was going to be moves made. Nobody really knew what the moves were going to be or who was going to be a part of it or anything like that. So, you know, got called in the office and told and um yeah i mean it's it, it was it was i mean all i had ever known was was texas so it was like i'd made you know friends that'll last a lifetime you know i still talk to a lot of the guys over there on a essentially on a daily basis so uh but you know new beginning got over there you know met the guys everybody you know welcomed me pretty quick it was it was fairly easy i mean got to know the guys i mean 
heck in baseball season you're around the the guys at the field essentially more than you are around your family so you get to know them pretty quick uh, before I turn this over to Tyler, because Tyler has a lot he wants to ask you about. But um, <laughs> so when we heard we got a role to Chapman, we were like, yeah. And then we found out Cole Reagans was sent to the Royals. <laughs> it was like, no, no. I joked, no, I joked, no. I joked with CJ that everyone whose number we had gotten had gotten like dealt away or left over the last year and a half. So. <laughs> oh, man. No, it was definitely. Um, it was emotional there for a little bit, but it it got easy. Tyler, yeah, Cole. Like I said, you were my first cherry popper, so uh, <laughs> I miss you, man. Every every game, I, every every game I saw Chapman come in, I was like, man, we need Cole. But uh, <laughs> oh I, man, I read a really good article about you recently. Uh, it was talking about your velocity uh, from year twenty twenty two to this year. Uh, it went from ninety two point one to ninety six point five or six, I believe. Uh, what do you attribute that to your success? And would you just say your arm strength getting stronger with all the surgeries you've had, or what would you say is the biggest part of that? Uh, so I actually went to this place called tread athletics in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, okay. A lot of guys go there. Um, so, you know, one of my buddies that I I've, he's a high school, you know, I went to high school with him. We live in the same neighborhood. We hang out every day, play catch, you know, work out at the same time, like all that kind of stuff. And he had started it right at the end of the season last year. And I, you know, we've started the off season, started lifting and we're like two days in and I'm watching his stuff. And it's just like, we're talking about it. And it's so in depth and so like tailored to who he was and what he needed to work on. I was like, all right. So I, I, uh, you like go online and fill out this sheet and stuff. And like, I told him on the sheet, I was like, Hey, I'm not bought in. I just want to talk and like, see what you guys are about, see what you have for me. And we had like a 30 minute phone call. And at the end of the phone call, I was bought in. And so, um, you know, went from there, did a full movement assessment. They learned how I, how I move. They had videos from, you know, 2022 and just essentially gave me a bunch of mobility uh, stuff. And I mean, there's a lot of things that they gave me. It's like, they give me workouts. They give me these, they, it's called corrective. So it's like all these things that are just moving different parts of your body, like kind of stretching, moving them just to get them moving better, essentially. And they give you throwing program, you know, stuff like that. Um, things to look for in certain pitches, but went there and was, I mean, I, so my last live BP before I left, I, th- I usually try to throw a live BP or two before I get to spring training just to like make sure I'm in a good spot. Um, and I, I like touch 95. So I was like, all right, I'm in a good spot. I've done this, you know, previous years. And then I got to my first outing of spring training and I was like bumped to like 98, eight or something. <laughs> yeah. you. Were everybody's kind of looking at me like what in the world? And I'm kind of <laughs> looking at them like I, I, I don't know, like <laughs> kind of shocked as well. Yeah. Oh. Well, obviously it paid off. I mean, you know, like you said, you weren't bought in at first, but obviously it did pay off. And you could tell the success that you had since you left the Rangers. And I think a change of scene was good for you. And like I said, we are cheering you on, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that yeah. tread is, I mean, I'm still doing it. Like it's like a year membership and I renewed it at the end of the season. And it's like, yeah. I'll go there for as long as I play baseball. Those the guys are at Tread are freaking awesome. Like just, I mean, a lot of them play baseball or played baseball. So it's like 
they know the whole thing, the deal, you know, of, of what it's like and, you know, how some days you feel great and some days you don't. And, you know, it's there. It's awesome. Like I said, I'll go there for as long as I play. So, so did you work? Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. Okay. Did you work on just, just velocity there? Did you work on shapes and pitches and other things or was it mostly velocity? No, like my thing really wasn't like, it wasn't even to gain velocity was the, wasn't the main reason I went there. It was just like to maintain because like previous years I would come into spring training, you know, bumping, I'd bump like a 96 in spring training. And then, you know, a month in I'm throwing 90 to 93, touching 94, maybe by the end of the year, it's like, you know, velos down even more. So it was like, our main goal was just maintain and keep my body moving how it should move. And then it just, you know, the velo just kind of came with it, I guess. It, and talk about that. I saw it on Twitter, the video you had kind of kind of an instruct video um, about how, like you're saying, getting your body to be all in one motion and and being able to throw a baseball as hard as you can with the, the least amount of effort. Um, so that was that was cool to watch um, and, and, and just talk, kind of talk about that and. Uh, you know, it, it's it, major league season is long, you know, yeah. long and hard. So kind of have you have you learned how to maybe condition yourself to uh, to, to go all 162? Yeah. So, I mean, like I, I keep tread sends me my workouts throughout the season, too. And, you know, and like my my guy that I'm in contact with at tread, like he text back and forth and stuff like that. I'm like, Hey, like he'll, he might ask me, you know, how you feeling? He watches, you know, he'll go back and rewatch like my starts and stuff, make sure my stuff looks like it should, um, all that, you know, if I have a question, I shoot him a text and be like, Hey, you know, why do I feel like this? Or this feels like I'm doing this and he'll kind of break it down and, you know, see what he sees. And then it's just another, another brain kind of, you know, looking at it, especially when he knows, he knows the in-depth stuff a lot better than I do. Like I know it a little bit, but he really knows the in-depth. And so like, you know, they got, I mean, there's like movements I'm doing where it's, uh, you know, ankle mobility, hip mobility, T-spine, you know, trying to, there's like a point in my throwing program in the office. Little, where, little, little tiny little things that people don't pay attention. You know, they just, yeah, think, yeah this guy's going out there and just throwing a ball. No, it's a lot more that goes into it than that. Yeah. So, I mean, they just, uh, like I said, they just gave me all these movements and it just kind of pieces everything together and gets your bodies in the, gets my body in the right spot when I'm trying to throw it, throw the ball. And yeah, I mean, it's, they're, they're incredible. Well, that's pretty awesome. You know, you're what, this is your, this is your first full major league season. So it's pretty cool that you got hooked up with them right before that. And then you stayed, you know, just like, Mason Englert in his first full major league season. Kind of cool to see you guys now, you know, being successful in the major leagues. I mean, you were successful for the Rangers, but like you said, it was difficult to have to jump from bullpen starter, but you know, all the stuff they did do. It's kind of nice when you have that set role. I know you guys are big about routine. So I know it's really nice for you guys to have that set role and to be, to know what you're going to be doing as you go out each five days. Yeah. I mean, as a starter, it was, as a bullpen, completely different routine. It's like be ready every day, unless it's, you know, I threw, you know, three innings a day before or something like that. But as a starter, it's every fifth day, be ready. So if it's, you know, just try to prepare for that day. If my body doesn't feel good one day, it's like, all right, I'm going to take it easier today. And that way, I mean, the goal is to feel the best on the day you throw in the game. So 
just trying to prepare for that. Tyler. Hey, Cole. Um, I'm kind of going to revert back to one of the op- uh, last episodes we had with uh, Mason. Um, now that the season's done and the season is approaching us, it'll be here right before you know it. Kind of run us through your daily schedule. Uh, we asked Mason the same thing. We kind of run us through your uh, daily schedule leading up to the season. Yeah. So like right now it's, you know, wake up somewhere around. Usually it's between nine, nine thirty. Um, wake up, cook some breakfast, uh, go work out. Usually working out from about, or I get to the get to the place somewhere around ten forty five. Probably I take my time waking up. You know, eat breakfast, make sure I get my breakfast in. Um, get there, and uh, I try to I try to get there get to the gym at the time where there's like me and the guys that work out at the same time. We try to get there because it's not like a it's not just baseball players in there. There's, you know, all kinds of people in there. So it's um, try to get there when there's the least amount of people, just so we're not in other people's way and stuff like that. Um, but go there usually around 1045, leave there. You know, I'm usually there for about, I'd say two hours. And then two hours. Well, it's like the movement stuff takes me about an hour and, you know, some days you get caught talking with the guys and stuff like that. <laughs> and then uh, it takes me about an hour to lift and then, you know, leave there, go throw. Um, once I start throwing, which I have, so it's go throw. And then after throwing, it's kind of open. Some days I might go hit golf balls. Some days I might just come home and sit around the house, play video games. You know, some days I might, you know, have yard work to do or something like that. So it just kind of depends after I get done throwing, it kind of just varies on, on the day. Yeah. It sounds like, uh, yeah, just, uh, relax, you know, relax. Yeah. And so one thing, and, and Ben knows this and Tyler knows this, I'm a picture intricate person. I'd love seeing the, the ball coming out of the hand. And so your first start, me and Tyler were watching that together and mm-hmm. you were, uh, killing with the change up away and cutter away and and then busting inside with the cutter and so you have those two pitches and we kind of you threw one curveball and it almost got knocked to shit like (laughs) completely yeah it was a foul ball so me and tyler were like don't throw another couple. <laughs> but hey, but CJ, I'm not gonna lie. Cole has some filthy, filthy off-speed pitches, and I think that's what's led to your success. Your off-speed stuff is absolutely yeah, that that changeup. That changeup change is ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, I wanted to ask you about another pitcher who I'm sure you're friends with, and the the way he pitched in the postseason almost unexpectedly, and that's that's Cody Bradford. The way, that, the way that he came in in the off the bullpen and saved a couple of those games in both the ALCS and the World Series, we, I guess you weren't surprised since you know him, but he was so good in the minors. I mean, to see him succeed like he did in the World Series was amazing. I mean, he's it's it's an invisible essentially. It's just, I mean, it's <laughs> a little. I I've watched it for the past. I mean, we played together in high A, double A. Like, I mean, it, it it's. I've just seen them guys will make 91 look like it's a hundred, like just get absolutely blown up. And it's not like, you know, I just, he's got good extension, really good fastball and he attacks you and he's got a really good change up. So it's like, but I, it's a literal invisible. I feel like. So let's talk about that. The, the extension that he gets, it, it, 
somebody, I can't, I can't remember who it was that I was uh, watching the game, and they said that Cody Bradford had such good extension, it's it's almost like he's handing the baseball. Yeah. The it's, a, it's over seven feet. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's Yeah. He's, I mean, and I mean, Bradford's one of the best human beings you'll ever meet. So it's, yeah, it we had awesome him on the show right you before had, he made it to the Rangers. So we were pretty yeah, excited to get we, that yeah, before, we had him before on. he got called See, up. Yeah, so. We're, we're yeah. kind of known now for <laughs> talking <laughs> to the Rangers before they, before they hit, you know, they, yeah. get, they get the big call, you know? So, um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it, it has to feel <laughs> kind of weird a little bit, you know, cause you were a part of that team. You were, uh, you are an integral part of the middle uh, middle relief bullpen, um, but you helped regardless of you know whether you finish the season with us or not. You helped win a world yeah. championship. Period. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was a part of the team, but I mean, those guys that finished it are incredible. Like yeah. it's, it's it's so, fun to sit back and watch. But so, I think it takes every player. I think it takes every single player from the beginning of the season to the end. That's what makes a championship team. And you were part of that call, and you are well deserved of getting that championship ring. And wear it around, wear it around proudly, because I'm you, it in a safe. I was gonna say, or put, it, put in it in a safe. safe. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve it, though. You deserve it, though, bud. But no, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back a little bit. What you were talking about, you know, we just got done talking about Cody Bradford. Let's talk about some of the other players you do stay in contact. Who are some of your best friends that still remain with the Rangers that you stay in contact? Great question. Great question. On, uh, on a daily basis. A daily basis. I mean, I play. I mean, Brock Burke. I talk to Burke a lot um, throughout the season. I talk. I you know I'd keep in touch with Evaldi a little bit. You know, we'd text back and forth here and there. You know, he'd he might I might see something on, you know, in the clubhouse or an outing or something like that. You know, like I watched all through the playoffs. I watched his outing in Tampa, um, you know, so it's like I watched his game five World Series. Like, you know, what do you I think about all, what do you think about his splitter? Uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like, but he's I mean, that's he's one of the most outgoing and best people I've ever met. Like it was, he, you know, warmed and new, he was new in spring training, you know, and, um, and him being a veteran guy kind of tried to, you know, I, I watch, you know, watch the veteran guys, but kind of, you know, let them warm up to everyone. And then if they want to talk to me, you know, they will. And he was immediately first day. It was, you know, super outgoing, unbelievable human being. And so correct me if I'm wrong. I heard a story that Nate, uh, was one of those guys that, uh, even on the off days was, was calling y'all all the pitchers to watch just a bullpen, just a pulpit bullpen session for everybody. He's like, no, let's, let's watch, let's watch, let's see, let's just, you know, encourage and also critique. Is that true or not? I uh, I have not. It could have happened after I left, Okay, but I mean, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, he's, He's he works so hard and it's like it's honestly watching him do what he does in games in the playoffs, all that kind of stuff. It, it's it doesn't shock me with how I mean, he puts in the work. It's it's incredible. He's unbelievable player, unbelievable person. So the good thing for you, Cole, is you get to go to the same place for spring training. You'll just be in the yeah. other locker room. Yeah. So at least yeah. you're still going to Surprise, Arizona. <laughs> uh, hopefully, CJ and I should be there. So we'll, we'll we stop by we, we plan on being there. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. We'll come say hi to you. We'll we'll do something fun. So we may take you out to lunch or something or dinner if you have time. <laughs> All, All right. right. Shut up. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought Marburger. you told me to shut up. No, it's Alexa. My oh, you're phone. okay. That's better. Alexa, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I love my bad. My bad. Love technology. All right, Give so my football well, updates. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, Cole. Let's move a little bit away from baseball. Uh, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving this week? Uh, we're staying at home. My in-laws oh, are going to come into town, so go over to my uh, my wife's grandparents. Um, do Thanksgiving over there in town. So nothing too crazy. So you don't have to prepare all the food. No, we'll do it. Well, my wife and her mom will, you know, cook whatever they're cooking and then we'll yeah. take it on, take it over to her grandparents and, you know, eat there. Where am I going to be, Tyler? You will be spending Thanksgiving with me and Jamie. This year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm bacheloring it this week. My wife is out of town, so. That's why, you know, well, Ben, if you live closer, you could, yeah, you could, I'm just, Ben's going crazy. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having a great week, man. I mean, I love my wife and all, but you know, three or four days with that, or it's kind of cool sometimes when you've been married, <laughs> you've been married 25 years. So <laughs> get that little break, huh? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but yeah, no, she'll be back. We're going to the in-laws house. So it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, we usually go. switch back and forth. Like last year it was Thanksgiving with my side, Christmas with yeah. hers this year. It's yeah. the opposite. Yeah. Yep. So, so wow. You guys are just like normal people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, major league pitchers do put on oh, their man. pants one leg at a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cole, this has been great, man. Thank you so much for taking the time on Thanksgiving week to visit with us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys for having me on. Best. Yeah, I want to go down. Go ahead. I'll go ahead, Ben. Oh, I was going to say, I want to go down for your first game. Hopefully when it's back in Arlington, so they can present you with the, the ring there. I think it'll yeah. be your first game. I think it'll be your first game when you return. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, we, I, both me and Tyler might be there. So, and we'll be pulling for you, Cole, in, in Kansas City. Best of luck. Hopefully, you guys have a good year this coming year. Hey, yes, sir. Thank you. You got you got traded away or whatnot. I told you. You know, we don't. We, the Ranger Report does not. <laughs> Uh, leave a man behind. <laughs> you know, it's, you're you're our boy Cole. You're especially Tyler's boy. I, always, man. Always. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Thank Cole. You, have Cole. a great holiday, man. Thank you. Yeah, y'all as well. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast, always coming to you from the Preferred Health Solutions uh, studio, always brought to you by Walton's, everything but meat. And by the way, I cooked some burgers today while watching the Cowboys game and rubbed some better burger seasoning on there from Walton's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, we're also part of Fans First Sports network and brought to you as well by our friends at dallas sports nation i'm cj berryman you can find me at cb underscore rr on the the x thing uh whatever uh just a little blip for y'all uh aaron nola just signed a seven year 172 million dollar contract with the phillies to stay with the phillies now, the question was posed to me, would you give that money to Jordan Montgomery? My initial reaction, reaction was no. But 
when you look at it, Jordan Montgomery is already crafty. He's already crafty, throwing 94 uh, on the outside corners and change-ups and curveballs. I mean, he's already become crafty, a la Kenny Rogers. So he can extend – I believe he can extend his career into his 40s. And Jamie Moyer, same thing, left-handed pitcher that became crafty with the change-up and the fastball combination. And that's what Jordan Montgomery has for him. And just by <laughs> judging off what he did in the playoffs for the Rangers this past year and helping lead them to a World Series championship. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? When I look at it now, yeah. Yeah, bring him back. Some of the exact same deal, I'd be happy. Seven years. So both Nola and Montgomery are 30 years old. I'll take Montgomery. Smells like a champion. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So we need to bask in the uh, in the glory that we had with that with that World Series, and ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's it's never happened before. So. Uh, bask in it but we do have to look at the offseason and Andrew Heaney picked up his player option to return Jose LeClerc was his option was picked up they're both going to be Rangers again next year Jose LeClerc was a guy in the middle of the summer that me and Ben were actually asking asking each other that, do we have to DFA this guy Holy crap, were we wrong. And thankfully, we were wrong. His slider was untouchable, but he also threw the change-ups, and he, he's not just a two-trick pony. And that's the guy the Rangers signed to a contract extension four years ago. You saw it, and it got us a world championship. And uh, let's talk about unsung heroes. Josh Spores. Yeah, me and Ben, uh, we were talking about it, I think last year, and we agree that if Josh Spores is on, he's untouchable. What did you see in the playoff run? What did you see as a final pitch in the World Series? That dude can be nasty, hugely nasty. So that you know, you got him and Clerk shoring up the back end of the bullpen, but now we got to talk about Josh Hader. Would would we love to have a Josh Hader? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. However, the asking price is going to be astronomical. And Shohei Otani, that guy, has been tied to the Rangers, too. Here's the thing. What I want you folks to understand is when you're world champions going into the offseason, every big name free agent is going to be tied to you. Every damn one. So don't get overexcited, overhyped. I do not, do not see the Rangers uh, landing either Hater or Shohei Otani. Just put, put those to bed and let's start looking at other free agents. You can add three. 
three solid relievers on the back end of the bullpen at the cost it would take for one hater. So keep that in mind. So, yeah, we spent a lot of money, a lot of money on DeGrom, who pretend he's not going to be here. He, just forget about him. He'll be back in 2024, uh, 2025, sorry. Uh, and just forget about him. So you're starting rotation going in next year. Max Scherzer, Andrew Heaney, uh, big game Nate, Nathan Nivaldi, uh, Dane Dunning, right there. You're set with with the top four. John Gray. By the way, talk about heroes. What a job John Gray did. Uh, coming in in relief, something he had never, he'd only done once before the playoffs, and he was unbeatable. John Gray, aside from Corey Seager and Marcus, well, Corey Seager, John Gray was, to me, the the unspoken hero of the World Series because the dude came in and just just was lights out, and I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of folks we can talk about. You know, Evan Carter being the first rookie at his age hitting third in the lineup since Ted Williams, and he did not disappoint us. Uh, he did not, and Josh Young unfortunately got, um, I guess you could say, overshadowed a little bit. But he showed his worth, and that's that. That was the Rangers' number eight hitter, and Leody Tavares, who I covered here in Amarillo when he was with Frisco, and I've always fought and battled, and it just the naysayers with him. The dude's a ball player; he's special, and I think it's just about lift talk time for him, which means the back end of your batting your batting lineup transitions over and makes it easier on guys like Mark Simeon, Corey Seager, Evan Carter, Adolis Garcia. It, it, it just makes it so much easier on them. And it's we got a lot of exciting baseball to watch as, as Rangers fans. And uh, finally, I just want to say Thank you to every single one of you who allows you know us to invade your ears every now and then. Uh, we wouldn't continue it. We wouldn't have continued doing this. I say we, Ben, wouldn't have continued doing this if it wasn't for y'all. Period. And. Um, Thank you. And with that, I drop the deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.